going on, man? It's after further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline fast. You got the mayor in the house doing it once again, one more again, Tuesday Night Live. You know how we give it up. Actually, our network is the spot, speaker.com, holding us down and all that. Um, it's a lot to get into tonight, man. A lot, lot, lot to get into. NFL season kicked off. Um, we're already into the college football season. We're going to talk about that coming down the stretch in uh, Major League Baseball. We're going to get into that definitely. Yankees eliminated Boston Red Sox, so you already know, hyped and charged. No more of that Boston Red Sox nonsense. Now you know how it feels to be playing for one game to extend your season. All right? Uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into some other stuff, man. Uh, I'm not really here to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. and his watch, but I am here to talk about the Cleveland Browns, though. We're going to definitely get into that. Um, we're going to get into my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Same Jameis Winston, all right? Um, we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff, man. We're going to get into last night's game. I think it was a classic, the uh, Texans and the New Orleans Saints. You know, I think that was a great game. Um, if you stayed up and watched it, um, the Raiders got their win last night. Shout out to John Gruden. They really didn't need Antonio Brown. Um, and I'm going to get into that, too, because it's starting to look like that was just a power play. You know what I mean? He kind of used Oakland. 
to 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 give him some some leverage and some negotiating uh, situations with the New England Patriots, man. So um, I'm gonna get into that too. And it looked like they didn't really need Antonio Brown, you know. And uh, we'll talk about that, man. We're gonna get into a whole bunch of other stuff, man. Nine five four two four six zero three nine eight is the mathematics, man. If you want to chop it up, bring your A game to the table, man. It don't stop. We here. We in the building. After further review, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're on Spreaker.com, y'all. All right? Um, we're going to jump into college football first, man. Well, I want to go with it. I mean, usual suspects, you know, did their thing. You know what I mean? And it's not like anything is really changing at the top. You know, go to after further review tomorrow. We'll have the um, after further review top 10 plus 2. We'll have that tomorrow on the website, on, on Facebook or whatever. Check that out. Not really a, a lot changed, man. Um, I don't understand why they're throwing LSU, you know, moving them so far up in the game now all of a sudden. I don't like LSU over Oklahoma. I, I really don't like that. You know, um, we know that Oklahoma is going to give up a lot of points, but we also know that Oklahoma is going to score a lot of points. Um, LSU, you know, I think that um, they don't deserve – I'll just say it like that. They don't deserve that fourth spot. Clemson's number one, Alabama's number two, Georgia's number three, um, then LSU is number four. I don't see it that way. I see Oklahoma, um, number four, they got Ohio State, number six, Notre Dame is number seven, Auburn is number eight, Florida's number nine, Michigan number ten after they escaped against Army on Saturday. They escaped. I, I, I see that um, Michigan is setting themselves up for another year of disappointment under Jim Harbaugh, man. That's just what it is. That's just what it is, man. I, I, I'm not liking anything about what Michigan has uh, brought to the table so far, two weeks of the season. Um, we'll see what's good with them. Saturday, they got Wisconsin. You know what I mean? Next Saturday, they have Wisconsin coming up. All right? So, um, on the road at Camp Randall. They play on the 21st on the road at Camp Randall. Um, and I think that's going to be a difficult um, game for them, you know? And I think they should get back as soon as possible after the way they played against um, Army on Saturday. Man, Army should have won that game. Army could have won that game, you know. And then where would that have put Michigan? Where would you? What would you have to say about Michigan if they would have lost that game to Army? You know. But um, it is what it is. Michigan is in in the top ten. I really don't see them in the, in the top ten at all. Um, Alabama, you know, doing what they do. Clemson doing what they do. They're gonna hold on to the top spots. You know what I mean? To, you know, for the rest of the season. I, if I see anybody losing out of those two, it'll be Alabama. Um, I think that um, what Clemson is doing right now, they're just kind of like putting the icing on the cake. They're kind of like the Golden State Warriors right now. They just run. They're going to run through the season. They're going to run through the ACC. All right, and they're going to have their spot. They're going to no matter what happens to Clemson, they're going to they're not going to fall any lower than fourth. So they're going to stay in the college football playoff. Shout out to them for doing what they do, man. And I think that, um, you know, Dabo Sweeney, you know, um, for all his worth, I just think that might be, you know, the new Alabama. Alabama's looking up at them, you know. And, again, you know, they have the they have the cachet. You know, they can look at Alabama, look down their nose at Alabama, you know, SEC and all of that. But they can still look down their nose at Alabama, say we're better than you. And um, again, man, I just I, I think that um, Clemson deserved it. They worked their way up, 
You know, I'm not really, you know, one of those that are tired of seeing um, Oklahoma, uh, uh, Alabama and, and Clemson. I'm not tired of it. If that's where they end up, if you can't beat them, then oh well. That's that's the way I that's the way I look at it. If you can't beat Alabama and Clemson, oh well. Then you should not be complaining. You know what I'm saying? When when Alabama and Clemson end up in a national championship game or a semifinal, the playoffs, because you have your shot, but you don't show up. You know, and you don't get the job done. You know, um, real quick, man. I'm going to talk about a few teams, man, because I keep up with all of this, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout-out to all my people out there, man, on Twitter, man. I, I, I rock with y'all heavy. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout-out to my guys over there at New Knockoff Radio, my man, um, Harlem Fresh 125, my man, Rocka Bash, Robbie Danksworth, Lord AAA, and uh, Lady L, you know what I'm saying? And um, Ms. Shauna Price, man, she holds us down, so... Rock with us, man. I do that over there, man, every weekend, man. We back on the weekend tip. Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, man. All right? No knockoffs radio. Come check us out on the Zoom app, all right? Um, yeah, man, back to this college football thing, man. Um, real quick, I'm going to run through a few teams, man, and, and give you my thoughts on them so far. It's, the season's still young. We already know what it is, man. It's not, it doesn't get important, quote, unquote. I'm using air quotes, but you can't see me. I'm using air quotes that um, the season, the college football season doesn't really get important until somebody of importance loses or until the college football rankings come out, whichever comes first, all right? Um, Clemson Tigers, man. Um, by the end of the season, I think that this uh, Clemson group is going to be on, po- on par and talked about like last year's defense was for Clemson. They can run, they can cover, they can tackle. They don't really have a star, a star per se. Um, Texas A&M, they beat them 24-10. to 10, But he never really got a vibe like Texas A&M is going to challenge them. You know, um, Clemson, you could just mark them down. Mark them down as one of your four teams. If you like them, keep them at number one. If you don't, put them in at number four. But they're going to be there, period. I mean, their road to, you know, a repeat um, national championship got a whole lot easier. You know, they did what they were supposed to do against Texas A&M. Um... Alabama, you know, they still have a month to go before their first meeting against a ranked team. That'll be Texas A&M. And then after that, it'll probably be LSU. And I think that's on November the 9th. Um, I mean, the scheduling is what it is with Alabama. You know? I mean, they do play the SEC. And they're better than everybody else. So it's, it's regardless of how you schedule them, where you schedule them, and who you schedule them, Alabama's going to, you know, handle their business. All right, um, LSU, you know, um, LSU has accomplished a lot. They won on the road against the top 10 team. You know, uh, um, their quarterback is doing his thing. Burroughs is doing his thing. You know, um, you know, 45-38 win over against, against the Texas Longhorns. I mean, you know, he, he showed and proved, man. Joe Burrow was doing his thing, man. You know, he was recruited to um, do his thing at Ohio State. He transferred to LSU. And um, you watch him last year, and I keep bringing up the game from last year, um, the opening game against the Miami Hurricanes. They opened up the season last year. You saw what he did. So, um, you know, give Joe Burrow some respect. I mean, you know, who's putting him on a par with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagliavoa and the kid out in Oregon? Who's putting him on that par? I think he still has some work to do because he's supposed to be there. But um, I think, you know, if he stays healthy, he's going to 
uh, put himself in that same conversation. Um, Jalen Hurts. Two weeks into the season for Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts has more total touchdowns, nine, than incompletions. He only has seven incompletions. Um, you know, I think that Oklahoma is, is one of those teams. I like them for the playoffs. You know, I like Oklahoma. I think Jalen Hurts is going to, you know, win the Heisman Trophy. I think he's going to have, he's going to be that much more dominant than these other quarterbacks. You know, we just got to talking about Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of guys out there just doing their numbers, you know, and, and, and respect to them. You know, and uh, two attack Lego was doing his thing. But I think deep down inside, Jalen Hurts has got that, you know, he's going to do what he has to do. You know what I mean? And, and nothing changed with him. Nothing changed. You know, everybody's entitled to have a, 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 a off week or, you know what I mean, an off game. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what hurt Jalen Hurts. No pun intended. Um, I think that um, Jalen Hurts was perfect for what Alabama was doing. But two attack Leoboa just came in and he impressed so heavy. He was heavy with it. You know, I wouldn't have did it. I would I, I would have let two attack Leoboa transfer. So what? You know what I mean? So what? I still would have been left with Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, again, you see what Jalen Hurts is doing. So, I mean, how many yards and how many touchdowns is he going to score against a slumping UCLA squad on Saturday at the Rose Bowl? So, you know, that, that, that's, that's what it is to Oklahoma and him. Um, Georgia, you know, Jake from State Farms, he only threw 11 times. He completed 10 of them, though. Um, a lot of Georgia Bulldogs touched the football. 11 different Bulldogs caught a pass. They beat the breaks off of Murray State. Um, they have a um, matchup with Notre Dame coming in a, in a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll see what Georgia is made of. We'll see. Because every year, every year, man, they talk about Georgia. Georgia this, Georgia that. They beat them in the head with Georgia. And they don't show up at the end. Even though they had leads against Alabama twice. Yes, they did. They had leads against Alabama in the fourth quarter twice. So I'm really not interested in what Georgia is talking about. Really, I'm not. Um, Ohio State, you know, Justin Fields did his thing against Cincinnati. Um, Fields has nine touchdowns, the same as Jalen Hurts. Um, he hasn't thrown an interception yet, and he's top ten in passer rating. But I think Justin Fields is going to have to show me a little bit more. You know, when they play, you know, by the time they get to that Michigan game, and if he does this thing against Michigan, then we could put him in that conversation. But you can't tell me nothing about Jalen Hurts right now. Nothing. You could throw any quarterback name out there, that Justin Heber kid out of Oregon, any of those kids. I'm with Jalen Hurts. And, and, and just on the strength of the fact that how he handled the situation at Oklahoma. You know, I think I've said it before. Um, you know, he handled it with a lot of class, man. You know, he didn't say anything bad about Alabama. Um, he kept it a thousand. You know what I mean? He goes, go and do his thing. And that's what he's, you know, continue to do at Oklahoma. You guys, you can't do anything but respect that. Um, Florida, you know, uh, Felipe Franks, you know, doing his thing. You know, um, I think he got a lot of confidence in that opening game against Miami. Um, they had some injuries, Kadarius Tony, and their cornerback, C.J. Henderson, are hurt. So uh, we'll see what's good with Florida. Um, Michigan, back to them. If they would have lost to Army, man, it would have been, you know, another one of the biggest upsets in college football history that involves Michigan at home. You know, um, again, I, I just think that, you know, a lot of people are trying to 
put the cart before the horse when it comes with Jim Harbaugh on a simple fact that, you know, he, you know, he might've been, um, you know, great at Michigan when he was a quarterback, done some things in the NFL, you know what I mean? But this Michigan thing is, is, is starting to look like a, starting to look like a waste of time. And I hate to say it like that, but it is, you know, it's starting to look like a waste of time. This is after further review, man. 2.0, AKA the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the building, hard body karate, doing what I do, man, on a Tuesday night. You know how I give it up, man. We got Spreaker in the building holding us down. Shout out to them. Shout out to Action VR Network, Racco Bob, Chuck Skull, all of those guys. Sonny Cruz is supposed to be coming back. I heard that through the grapevine. I don't know how true that is, but I hope the homie gets back so we can chop it up and make it do what it do. Um, this is the top 10 plus 2 as far as uh, college football. Going into week three of the NCAA football season, all right, we got um, number one, Clemson. Number two is Alabama. Number three is Georgia. Uh, number four, Oklahoma. Number five, Ohio State. Number six is LSU. Number seven is Florida. Number eight is Auburn. Number nine is Utah. Number 10 is Penn State. Um, the plus two is Wisconsin and Boise State. All right, so rock with us, man. Every week we got you covered after further review. 2.0, a.k.a. the side round pass. College football rankings. Follow along with us. See where we end up with the four playoff teams before the season started. Um, the four playoff teams that we had was Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Georgia. All right, so rock with us to see how that pans out, man. This is after further review. 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. Um, yo, we're going to get into the NFL real quick, man. We're going to get, not real quick, but we're going to get into it, man. I just want to trans, I just want to transition right into the NFL. I don't want to waste no time. Um, I like what I saw yesterday. I like what I saw. Um, we have some breaking news. If you haven't, um, heard, um, the New York Jets have traded. I've acquired Demarius Thomas from the New England Patriots. Uh, we all know the fallout behind all of that. You know what I mean? Um, and some more. Looks like we have some more breaking news here. Um, Malik Jackson, all right, is going to be out for the season. Defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? So that's going to be a um, big blow to what they were, um, you know, wanting to do as far as, you know, make that uh, Super Bowl run with the big homie Carson Wentz. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of people want to, you know, say that Carson Wentz isn't going to get the job done. It's on him. It's on him. I, I'm not going to, you know, say that, you know, he has a lot of pressure on him. He knows what it is. He knows that he had really nothing to do with that Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Nick Foles was out there. Nick Foles won that Super Bowl for the Eagles straight like that, you know. And I think that um, Carson Wentz has a lot to prove, so he wants to get them back to uh, another Super Bowl and, and possibly win. Um, we're going to run through some teams, man, and what they look like after week one. We might do them all if we have time. And uh, I think we do have time. We're here till 10 o'clock. So we're going to make it happen. We're going to rock out. I got Wackle Bob in the building with me, holding me down. Um, he might want to say something, or he might not want to say something about the Miami Dolphins. 
in this situation. But we'll get into that yeah, later on. Talk about later oh, there you go right there. There's Wacko Bob. Uh-oh, there's Wacko Bob right there. What's on your mind, Playboy? Yeah, it was, no, no, I was saying the Dolphins are definitely something to talk about later on for sure. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be something uh, there, you know, to really think about there with the Dolphins. You know, with, with the Dolphins and with what happened with what happened to them and whatnot, and uh, that's going to be the uh, it's going to be the key to see what's what they could do, <laughs> what, what yep. they could do to try and make up for this one. You know, if believe me, if they go zero and sixteen, then we're looking at something that was very very intentional. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to look like that. But yeah, we'll talk about that later on. We'll talk about that later on, man. And um, I want to get into the Soul scored the touchdown last night in in the game for the Saints. Shout out to. Uh, Shout out to, uh, I mean, for the Houston Texans, shout out to Kenny Stills, you know what I mean? And, and his return to New Orleans, because he played for the Saints once upon a time. All right, we're going to get into the NFL right now. Um, let's start from the bottom, man. Let's start from the bottom and work our way up. All right? Get, get rid of the rubbish and the garbage and the trash. Um, the Miami Dolphins, you know, I mean, that was even worse than what, you know, we expected, man. They gave up 59 points. 59 to Lamar Jackson. Not nothing against Lamar Jackson, but they're making him out to be, you know, the next coming of, you know, Randall Cunningham or something like that. And I'm not – And I'm not, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm not buying into it. I mean, granted he went yeah. up against – granted he went up against a defense that has a great secondary – Right. But that's all they have. And, I mean, you know, he let, he let that thing go. And, you know, he did his thing against that against that secondary. But I think that, um, you know, it's going to be brutal for, for the Miami Dolphins. I'm not going to dwell on it. But, um, you know, the Patriots are coming. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think that, um, you know, it's something, something in me is still have a little belief that the Miami Dolphins are going to play with some heart. You know what I mean? Um, they played the New England Patriots tough, you know, I, and nobody's give, and nobody's respecting them. I think the line for that game is what seventeen. You know what I mean? So I mean, you know, nobody's respecting, them, but I'm not going to stay on that. Um, the New York Giants. It's going to be a long season for the Giants too, man. Um, you know, a lot of stuff has to break their way. I don't think they really have enough talent to compete for a playoff spot. Um, you know, the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do against the Giants. You know. And um, the Giants, you know, played, you know, as well as they could for as long as they could. But, you know, then basically they got exposed. So that, you know, it's going to be a long season for them. Um, Washington, you know, Case Keenum looked like, you know, um, Super Bowl man in the first half against the Eagles. But I think that, you know, the, the injury to Darius Geis is going to kind of like, you know, hurt them. And they came back to earth, you know, real quick against the Eagles. Um, if they would have beat the Eagles, I think that would have really said a lot about, you know, um, the momentum as far as the season is concerned. But everything went back to normal. So, um, and they lost Darius Geis. Um, shout out to um, Josh Norman, who really got blistered by Deshaun Jackson on that first touchdown bomb. I saw that. He, you know, he should be leaving us. You know, he didn't have to worry about jumping over bulls and all that. He got to worry about covering people. How about that? I'm not really a big Josh Norman fan. I think Josh Norman is one of those dudes that talks about it and he don't be about it. I, 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 don't, I don't really like Josh Norman's game. He talks a lot, 
but he don't really show up. And when he does show up, he act like that. He's been doing that his whole career. Knock it off. All right? Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, the Bruce Arians era got off to the same start as the other eras, recent regimes, with Jameis Winston throwing interceptions. You know, the defense coming up suspect at times. Um, You know, I I don't know. I, I don't know what to say, man. You know, you try to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. It's been five years, you know, um, on top of all the other nonsense that he brings to the table. Um, he got to stop playing that hero ball, man. You know, people are trying to respect him. But Jameis Winston is making it real hard. Just two very, words. very hard. I just got two words for Jameis Winston. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's, it seems like it, man. It seems like Davis Winston can't get it right, and that's a shame. Because, because you know, I was, you know, I'm, and and I'm not gonna, you know, try to act like I wasn't down. I, I told y'all, I was like, yo, Jameis Winston. We talked about it. Jameis Winston is going to get taken by the Buccaneers. I wanted him so bad on my team, but uh, I don't know, man. It does I hate to say, I hate to use the B word, but um, it's been five years. All right. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles is out. Broken clavicle. All right. Um, I hope somebody needs to tell me who Gardner Minshew is. He's the new quarterback for Jacksonville. He's a rookie. Um, he did his thing against Kansas City, but it's going to be, it's, you know, he's got, they got, you know, uh, 15 more games to play, you know, and it's going to be a long season for Jacksonville. They just went down the toilet. The Denver Broncos. Um, where was that nasty defense last night against the Raiders? You know, and if they play, continue to play like they did against the Raiders last night, um, this team is not going to win a lot of games. And um, Joe Flacco, you know, he had his moments, but I don't know, man. I think, you know, we might see Drew Locke sooner than later. Um, Arizona, Kyler Murray. He struggled for three quarters, but he did his thing in the fourth quarter against Detroit. Um, did, did Kyler Murray figure it out, or did Cliff Kingsbury figure it out? You know, I, I just can't see a Matt Patricia team, you know, um, playing big for three quarters and then coming up small when the game is on the line. He's a defensive. He's supposed to be a defensive guru, and you know, he's not looking like that. You know, they blew a big lead against Arizona. They settled for a tie. So that, that, you know, that tells you what you need to know. They didn't lose the game, but they tied. That, that's almost as worse, you know. Um, Cincinnati, they showed some impressive stuff against Seattle. Right? That defensive front that they have is going to keep them in a lot of games. You know, Cincinnati was one of the big surprises to me. Um, even, you know, you know, competing and being in the game, with Seattle, because I, I just figured Seattle was going to be, you know, a lot of people's low-key Super Bowl pick now that they acquired uh, Jadavia Clowney from um, Houston, Texas. Um, the New York Jets, Sam Donald needs to be better than what he was against the Bills on Sunday. He's playing a, a, a good, a decent defense against the Cleveland Browns on Monday night, so he's got to step his game up. Um, the Indianapolis Colts. The running game was impressive against San Diego. I mean, excuse me, I keep saying San Diego, man. Los Angeles Chargers um, with Ball and Matt. I mean, you know, if they keep that up, they're going to win some games. The secondary is kind of suspect, 
But I think the Colts can win some games. I think they can win as many as nine games. I think they can win nine games. Man, I, I gotta give I give the Colts some respect. I put some respect on Jacoby Brissett's name. No, but I think their secondary has to step it up a little bit. Um, Oakland Raiders, give John Gruden some credit. You know what I mean? Antonio Brown, they didn't they don't need him. They never did. You know, he had his team ready to play against the Denver Broncos. Now we're gonna see, you know, how that's gonna carry over against the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll see. Um I give, you know, the Raiders some credit, man. You know what I mean? They did what they had to do. And they really didn't need Antonio Brown. They really didn't need him. They really did. You know, and, and to me, when you get guys like that that make it all about them, it, it doesn't become about the team anymore. It becomes about them. But I think that Antonio Brown is in a situation now with New England that um, if he doesn't, you know, uh, toe the line, then, you know, it is what it is. But we're going to see how, new, how much New England is following. I don't think he's going to be there for the, for the remainder of the season. Well, I will say this. Go ahead, go ahead, Bob. I know, I know where you're going with this too, and I'll say this: if anyone, if Bill Belichick and you know, if Bill Belichick and the Patriots can't put him in his place, then then good luck in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm of the notion that again, the ball is going to be spread around. Okay. We're going to, you know, and Antonio Brown likes it to be about him. You know, 100 catches, knock it off. That's not going to happen. They got to spread the ball around too much. And they got to run the football too. So, um, you know, Antonio Brown is going to do his thing. But I don't think he's going to be a happy camper in New England. Unless he's just going to toe the line and, you know, get them to, you know, get them to Miami in February. They can win the Super Bowl. And then, you know, he'll prove his point. But, again, at the end of the day, what kind of cachet does Antonio Brown bring to the table? He has no rings. He acts like a, you know, he, he acts like a, you know, uh, like, like he has five rings already. He's hustling backwards. So now he's with a team where he could back into a Super Bowl and, and, and back, into a, you know, back into a Super Bowl, and we'll see what it is. We'll see if he can get there. You know? That, um... That wide receiver room is going to be crazy with Antonio Brown and and, uh, and Edelman and Josh Gordon, you know, and that's that's going to be something to look at. Um, Carolina Panthers, they lost against the Rams. You know, a lot of areas of concern for them. They need to turn it around. Um, they played my Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night. Um, you know, they they played a decent game against the, against the Rams. Man, I think the Rams are going to be one of those teams that are going to fall back. But we'll get into that later on. Um, Houston Texans, they, you know, they competed. Deshaun Watson showed that he's, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, but their defense let them down. You know, it kind of looked like they missed the Davion Clowney, but we won't get into that. You know, but the Houston Texans played a, you know, they played a great game. It was one of the, um, one of the more memorable opening Monday night games that I can, you know, that I can recall. Um, you know, down to the wire, literally down to the wire. Um, you know, they left too much time on the clock. A lot of things happened. The referees involved themselves again in New Orleans. You know what I mean? You know how that go. Um, but, you know, Houston will get better. Um, the 49ers, they found their way um, to win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as everybody does. Richard Sherman runs back a, a pick six, first time since 2013. Um, 
Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be better. But that defense is really good against my Buccaneers. So they had started the season out 1-0. Shout out to them. Um, the Cleveland Browns. All right, can we, can we um, do away with all the hype now? All the hyperbole is over. All the balloons are gone. All the cake is gone. All the people are gone. The hype is gone. The offensive line is a mess. And, you know, I think that um, if the Cleveland Browns don't, you know, start off, you know, um, at least with a couple of wins in the first few weeks, it's going to get hectic for them. It's going to get hectic. They play the Jets on Monday night. What if the Cleveland Browns start out 0-2? Then what? All right? This is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the side round pass. We got the second half of the little NFL week one. Uh, look, coming up, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. This is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the side round pass. Spreaker.com is in the building. Let's get it. the building, I guess, man. We didn't take no pause for the cause. Um, Bob, where you at, man? All right, we're in the house, man. We're doing what we do. All right, let's continue on with this, man. Um, Buffalo Bills, man, um, they were bounced down 16-3. to They uh, came back and pulled out a victory against the Jets. That's a good sign for that young team. I think the Bills are going to be tough every week. Um, you know, shout out to them, man. I think they're going to be one of the, the surprise teams that they can, you know, continue to uh, play positive football. Their defense is the beast. So I think that uh, watch out for the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Chicago Bears, if they don't get Mitch Trubisky, I'll see they're calling him Mitch again. He wanted, to be, he wanted to be called Mitchell. But if they don't get Mitch Trubisky playing at a higher level, they could be in real big trouble. Um, even their defense won't be able to help them, you know. Um, they gave up 10 points to the Green Bay Packers. And it still wasn't enough to get them a win. You know what I mean? So, um, Mitch Trubisky has to, you know, step his game up. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, um, it just seems like they can't beat the Patriots and Tom Brady. They look like they were, you know, didn't even want to be there. You know what I mean? On Sunday night, it looked like they didn't even want to be there, you know? And that's a sad sign for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Atlanta, it wasn't a pretty way to open their season up against Minnesota. And, I don't think it was an aberration at all. I just think the Falcons are no good. I, I, I never really caught it, caught the hype with the Falcons, even when they were in the Super Bowl. I never caught the hype with the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm not a big fan of Matt Ryan, not at all. So, again, it's it proving me right every week. All right? Um, Tennessee, they dominated Cleveland Browns on the road. Um, a lot of people expected them to be, you know, suspect. But I, I, I think that they have a chance, a, a real good chance, to make a playoff run. 
You know, their defense was outstanding. They, they really played big against Cleveland Browns. They had a lot of motivation, and they made it happen. Um, Seattle, they didn't look good against, you know, Cincinnati, but they found a way to pull it out late, which is what great teams do. Their offensive line has some real, real big issues that they have to deal with. Pete Carroll has to figure that out. Um, but I think Seattle, you know, can still compete. But I don't think that, you know, um, their, their offensive line is, is any good. So they got to step that thing and, and do something about that. Um, yo, Bob. You have a caller from the 405. All right, let's get it. Welcome back to further review. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, this is MC Menwalk. I'm calling from OKC. Peace, peace, peace. Kate, what's the deal? Yeah, I want to talk about that bomb KD and what he said about why he wouldn't play for the Thunder. All right, we can talk about that. Um, yeah, what's your, what's your thoughts on that, man? He's a bomb. He came here, he, he got rich, he got a name for himself, he got a championship out of leaving Oklahoma City, he got a MVP award, he got a restaurant. He had the city loving. He's a bum. All right. So you're going to call him a bum because he left and the way it happened? Or no. you're going to call him a bum because he didn't contribute to you guys going to a finals or, you know, playing, you know, being considered as a top Western Conference team when he was there? Well, they went to the finals. He laid down. He laid down against uh, Golden State so he can go to Golden State. Just like he laid down against Toronto so he can leave Golden State and go somewhere else. That, that's just his natural character. Wow. All right. I mean, you know, that's, you know, as a, as, as a, as a Thunder dude, I think that, you know, you are within your rights to, to, to feel that way. But well, I, I don't like, support the Thunder. I just, I, I, I support the Lakers. I feel you, you down there. I feel you. But, I mean, like I said, you're well within your rights to feel that way. Um, you know, Kevin Durant is going to, you know, do what he does. You know, and, 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 I, and I tend to kind of agree with you a little bit because I'm glad he didn't come to the Knicks. I'm glad. He, he was I'm, I'm happy he come to the Knicks. You know, <laughs> He's another and, and like I said, And like I said about Kevin Durant, you know, the the Brooklyn Nets just got them a lawn chair for a season. <laughs> they got them a lawn chair. You know what I mean? But I, I feel like, you know, for him to say all that stuff now, you know, he's been gone from Oklahoma City for a few years now. You know what I'm saying? So what what is what does that do? You know what I mean? What does that, you know, what does that do about, what can he do about that? They You know, he felt one way, and now you guys can say, you know, he wasn't this, he wasn't that, he wasn't the third. So who's who's the winner in this? There's no winner. There's no winner. Right, I think right, he, you go. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, think, I think him and AB should be brothers. There's no winner. Now you guys have none of the guys that you started out with. You had Durant, you had James Harden, you had Russell Westbrook. Now you got none of them dudes. So and, and nothing, and nothing really to show for it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I I don't know what to say about that, but um, we'll talk about that more as we get closer to the basketball season. Um, MC Windwalker, my big brother, my homie, 
I made macaroni. My 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 my, my nerve, my jelly preserve. Um, what happened to your Pittsburgh Steelers, man? Ah, uh, here we go. Let me let me yeah, we go. Let me let me put this in the words of a great man. What a great man once told once told me. One game doesn't make the season. That's true. That's true. But I, I'm gonna say this: y'all look disinterested, man. Why can't y'all beat New England in New England? You look just Ben Roethlisberger like like you know. That's what we lay down. We lay down every time we go to New England. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and and, that, and, and I think that you know that thing about not having Le'Veon and not having Antonio Brown until y'all can get that monkey off y'all back. Y'all gonna have to show up, man. Don't worry about that stuff because you got. You know, I like James Conner's game and Juju Smith Schuster. That's the that's the new that's the new dude. Yeah. That's your new dude right there. And Washington. So, Washington. What are you missing? What are you missing? We missing Roethlisberger got his rings without Antonio Brown. Mike Tyler got say, his rings without Antonio Brown. Can I say this? Huh? I think yeah, we man. this this is the truth, and I'm trying to tell you what we need to do. We need to get rid of Moncrief, first of all, and and let's go get Dez Bryant. Since everybody want to talk, let's go get Dez Bryant, get rid of Moncrief. Let, let's see what yeah. happens. Here. I'm not. I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. I'm not against that. I'm not against that at all. I mean, if Dez Bryant can still play. And I think he's still working out, and he's still, you know, he would be a factor, and he would definitely be somebody that could contribute to uh, a Pittsburgh Steelers team. And I think he would kind of up the ante as far as, you know, them, you know, getting back in that championship mode. You know? Not to say that they're out of it, but they just didn't look right last night, man. First game of the season, they didn't, they didn't look right. It looked like they, you know what that is? With this stuff, this, this job. You know what man. that is? That's all them young kids. We got a bunch of young dudes. That was, they starstruck. That was their first time. First real game in front of the nation against the Super Bowl You got a coach that's been there how many years? 13 years, Tom has been there? How many yep. years has Ben Roethlisberger been there? 13 yep. years, something like that. So, like, you got veteran presence. You got kids that can there. You get the, the kid Devin White is supposed to be, uh, I mean, Devin Bush is supposed to be a stud. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, I'm not really hearing that. It was their first game, and they were nervous. They were shook. Come on now, they knew they knew what it was when the yeah. schedule came out. They knew what it was. They knew they was going to New England on Sunday night when the schedule came out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, it's man, it's no they yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I wouldn't say all that, but I I, I picked them to win the division. I picked the Steelers to win the division. So I think the Steelers, yeah. I still think the Steelers are better than the Browns. I yeah. still think the Steelers are better than Cincinnati. And I still think for some reason that the Steelers are better than Baltimore. That's, that's the truth. And guess what? One game doesn't make the season. We're going to learn from that, and we're going to show it to America. That's right. That's right. Absolutely right. One game does not make a season. But it says all. It says a whole lot about how you start your season. I'll tell you that That's much. True. And, and you know, know what? 
To my brother, R.M. Death, the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. The one I look up to, the one I throw to when I get that pitch right. and catch. I got one right. question. When y'all gonna get rid of Jamie Winston? Um, you know what? <laughs> sooner, sooner than later. Sooner than later. I I I, I kind of you know I and and I take the slings and arrows for that too, my God, because I was on Jameis Winston. I you know uh, Wacko Bob will tell you ever since you know when they draft five years ago when they took Jameis Winston, I was like, yo, they're taking Jameis Winston number one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking. And they were like, ah, whatever, whatever, Mariota, this guy, that guy. I'm like, no, Jameis Winston. And I stood up for Jameis Winston through all the, the, the seafood escapades, the nonsense at school, all, the, all that. I stood up, stood up for Jameis Winston. And he hasn't shown me anything. Yeah. He's, still, Except he's, still he's good for interception. He's still, he's still <laughs> Yo, how are you going to throw a pick six to Richard Sherman? <laughs> to Richard old ass. Sherman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Richard Sherman had to have a 2013. Wow. Like, now? What the? I mean, come on, bro. What the? And then you're telling me you beat me in the head about Bruce Arians and he had a relationship with him and all of that. I'm, I'm not really interested in that, man. All I want James <laughs> was to do is control the game. Don't give the game away. And that's what he's been doing for five years. Yep. Throwing the game away. And then trying to and then trying to rally with two minutes left on the clock. Come on, man. You know, so to answer your question, man, if he doesn't do it this year, and and to me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can compete. They can compete. For, they can compete for a playoff spot in the NFC. Yeah, yep. they would have been good yesterday if they didn't have Jameis Winston. Everybody showed up. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, that's what I think. I think they can compete if they if they show up. But if they don't show up, who knows what's going to happen? I think we could win ten games. I think we could lose thirteen. So right. you know, you know what I'm saying. So right. who, who knows what's going to happen, man? You know, um, let's go with let's go with them Yankees, yo. You know what's good with the Yankees? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I bet you Boston yeah. won't come yeah. ask what's good with the Yankees. <laughs> no, we, we, we ain't got to worry about them this year. They got We eliminated them from the playoffs last night. We eliminated, last eliminated night, them. Baby. We eliminated them last night, so we ain't got to worry about the Red Sox. <laughs> but, um, I still think that, you know, for, you know uh, uh, Aaron Boone is going to have some – he's going to have some tough decisions to make, yo. As far yeah. as who's gonna be, who's gonna be on the playoff roster, you know what I mean? And we so we gonna do with Stanton. What you gonna do with Stanton? What you gonna do with Stanton? Yeah, we gotta you we gotta fan? figure out the picture. We gotta figure out the picture and the rotation. Well, I mean, so um, Packers looked good his last couple of starts. Jay Hatton's looked good his last couple of starts. Um, you know, we got Tanaka. Uh, hopefully, Severino is down. Severino is down in the minor leagues, making some. You know, doing some minor league stuff. So, if he comes back, then that'll be just that. We'll, our, our rotation and our starters will be that much stronger. I just think that, yeah, you're right. We do have to figure it out. Aaron Boone has got to figure out, you know, who's going to start game one. You know what I mean? Who's going to pitch on the road? You know what I'm saying? So again, and, and you know what? I don't want to see the Minnesota Twins. Oh no, no, no! I do not want to see the, the Minnesota no. Twins are big. 
already. I don't want to see Houston. Uh, I mean, Houston, we, we, we know what we're getting with Houston. If we could get past the pitching, if we could get past Verlander, Eric Cole, and I'm not really worried about If we get by Zach, Zach Greinke, we can get by those dudes, we'll be all right. Our Greinke and Verlander, them is the two. Yeah. Tell I mean, me. don't sleep on Gary Cole either. Don't sleep on Gary Cole. The Verlander Ver, became unconscious. They yeah, became yeah. unconscious. <laughs> Verlander is the truth. Justin Verlander is the truth. Yep, that's right. He is. He's the, he's the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, not, you know, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking we could beat Houston, man. I'm thinking that we could. Beat Houston. I'm not worried about the Minnesota Twins. The Twins are beasts, yo. Yeah. The Twins they, they, are. They they like, bat, they got they got bat to match our bats. That's that's real. Yeah, but you know what? We could get. I think we could get to Minnesota's pitching though. They're pitching. You know, after Barrios, I, I don't I don't really see what they they have a lot as far as the playoffs are concerned. But I just don't want to see them. And I'm not really worried about um you know what's going to happen as far as as, as the other team. I just want to beat Minnesota. If we get, if we can get past Minnesota, whether we play them in the division series or whether we play them in the the, the ALCS, we just got to get past them. I'm I'm not worried about Houston. I know I know what I'm getting with Houston. I know what I'm getting. I'm, okay. I'm going to get a whole bunch of um, Altuve, some George Springer, <laughs> some some Bregman. You know what I mean? I'm going to get a whole bunch of that. You know, with some with some Verlander with some Verlander tossed in. But um, yeah. again, man, I, I like I like what the Yankees are doing, man. We just gotta play our best baseball in October, man. It's about October now. Yeah, it's about October. No, even though we got the best record, that that that, uh, that all that all starts at zero. Yeah. Yep. It all right. starts at zero. That's right. That's right. And um, if we could, if we could, you know, just capitalize and finish the season out strong, man, we're gonna be going to another parade. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? We got the we got the horses to do it. Let's get it done. Let's finish the job, yo. Word up. So what's okay. going on? What's going on in your What's going on in your world, man? What, what's the What's the word on Jalen Hurts down in Oklahoma? Hey, man. That's why I was just for to bring that up. Can we say Heisman number three? Yep. yep. <laughs> But you know what though, when at the end of the day, when you tra- you know, we know the we know the pattern and we know what we know what happens when these when these guys transfer, you know, uh, from it the conference to the NFL, we know what happens. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm not really, you know, and if Lincoln Raleigh gets that chance, more power to him. Just hope that he gets a chance to, you know, prove himself. Because you know what happens, man, after two or three years, they they done with you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's happened yeah. to the best of them. So I hope that Lincoln Raleigh, 
you know, get get it, get a national championship. Yeah. Get it. Well, I see, and I'm gonna say this to you right now. I see Alabama. I'm excuse me. I see Oklahoma and Alabama playing for the national championship. That would be the ultimate right there. Yeah. Hurts against Tyler Boa. Playing hey, for the national champion. Hey, Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley, and, and and Nick Saban, the young gunner against the against the old horse. Know what I mean? I think and that then, would be. Then you would have yeah. his former quarterback yep. against his that's former team. Yep, against the guy. Yep, that's right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. But then you know what though? I forgot. I kind of forgot about you know Clemson. A lot of people, you know. Clemson's road to the championship has got real easy. And they yeah. knocked off Texas them, you know what I mean? And their schedule is not really that hard. They're going to win the ACC, you know what I mean? They're going to be in the playoffs. So it's just that, you know, now it's just about basically who they're going to see in the playoffs. That's it, you know? Right. Yeah. But, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's basically it, man. Everything is, you know, everything is everything. Anything else you want to – um, touch on and discuss before we get out of here. Oh, okay, let's 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 touch on Serena. Yeah, I wish. Go ahead. <laughs> I think you, you, didn't, you didn't hear that. You didn't you didn't hear that. Yeah, I did. Well, you know what? I think Serena she needs to slow her game down. Once she starts getting. She she's steady in, in hyper mode. That's why she wasn't she wasn't hitting that ball right. I watched the match. She could have she could have came back and won that. She's got to get her thoughts together. She got she got. I think Serena is worrying too much about that record because this has been a couple of times now where she had a chance to tie that record. And you know what I mean. That that last one is, is one. You know what I mean. So um, I think that. You're you're right. Where she you know, could have played better tennis, you know what I'm saying. And if you could see it, and I could see it, then she could see it. You know what I'm saying. And I think that she's focused on um, that number, that 24. You know what I'm saying. And I think that um, you know she could kind of just you know fall back from that a little bit, focus on the task at hand, is winning the match, and and going about your business and making it happen, making it do what it do. I think that she still has it in her, no doubt. But I think she just kind of focused on trying to get it done. She's she's focused on trying to get it done instead of getting it done. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Well, yeah. and, and and I think I think she need to, you know, mentor Coco a little bit. That would be a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's, whatever let's she put does, it together. I mean, and, and and she got to worry about those young those those young ones coming up, man. You know what I mean? The Naomi Osakas of the world, the Coco Goffs of the world, you know what I mean? The Taylor Stevensons of the world, Taylor Townsends of the world, you know what I mean? So those young those young girls are coming up. They're coming up in the game, you know what I'm saying? So, again, um, you'd rather see Serena go out early than go out late, you know what I mean? But this is that tennis game is a game if you want to hang around, you can hang around for as long as you want to, you know? You can hang That's around right. for as long as you want to, you know what I'm saying? But... Those young girls ain't no joke, and they're putting pressure on Serena, you know? So I think that she's really got to step her game up now and, um, you know, get that 24, get that 25, and, and maybe call the day, you know? That's it. Yeah. You got enough money. Let the youngsters take over. That's the truth. Her. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Question. 
Uh, Oakland plays Kansas City. Right. What What's your over and under? Um, Oakland and Kansas City. Um, over under. Um, fifty. Mm-hmm. Fifty. I think that um, you know you, that that Kansas City Chiefs offense is unstoppable. Right, Mahomes mm-hmm. is gonna do his thing. Um, they don't, they're not gonna have Tyreek Hill. That's gonna hurt though. But um, I think they have enough that they could still um, rock the Raiders to sleep. Because you know, looking at who the Raiders played last night, and the Denver Broncos and Joe Flacco, you know what you're gonna get out of those guys. You ex- and you got exactly <laughs> what you expected out of them. But I think the Chiefs are gonna you know go in. Um, that game against against Jacksonville was kind of maybe a little bit closer than they might have wanted for them, you know, for their liking. And um, they're going to go over the, you know, they're tied for the division lead with the Raiders. So this is going to be the Chiefs and the Raiders at, 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 his, at his apex, you know. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be ready. And um, I think the over-under for that game will be 50. Okay. He's the majority. <laughs> okay, question two. Yeah. Dallas plays Washington. Right. I think Dallas is overrated. I don't think they're gonna play the same way all year long. Okay. They, they did good by getting some new players, getting Randall Cobb in there, and you know, and, and, and a couple things. But I think Dallas is really overrated. And okay. Zeke gonna sit down. He got fifty million guaranteed. He ain't gonna hurt himself. <laughs> well, you know that's what you got to count. I mean, that's what you gotta got, kind of got to hope for. But finish your thought. So, I think Dak gonna come back to being Dak. Start throwing some interceptions. He, he can't throw the long ball. It's gonna be some short routes. And and and, and I think Washington's ready because your man, he got a chip on his shoulder because he didn't get drafted where he wanted to be drafted. And I think he got a chip all year long. Everybody better watch out for Washington and Haskins. Straight up. Man, stop smoking that weed, folks. <laughs> Listen, um, I think the Cowboys, you think the Cowboys gave it to the Giants. The Cowboys going to really give it to Washington. I think the only reason <laughs> that Washington, Washington can stay in this game is because the game, I think the game is in D.C. I think the game is in D.C. So I think that um, Washington play at home. That might, you know, um, you know, give them a little, uh, uh, a little impetus. But um, yeah, Dwayne Haskins, I, I, I don't know, man. You know, uh, Case Keenum didn't look all that bad in the first half against the Eagles. Case Keenum, he didn't, he didn't look that bad against the Eagles in the first half. But the second half was, second half was a different story. But um, you know. He had his moments. They're not going to have Darius Geis. So that defense is going to, you know, that defense is going to be looking out for the, you know, for the pass instead of the run. What are, what are the Redskins going to do with Adrian Peterson? Are they going to let him play now that Darius Geis is hurt? I, I don't even know. I thought he was going to play. He was up to scratch. Yeah, I'm saying I'm his career. 
Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, that, so, so that's what that is, man. We're in the building hard body, body making it do what it do. I got my man, Will Walker, in the house with me. Okay, she's standing up. Um, back to Kevin Durant. Um, I'm on his radio. What do you think? What do you think the breaking point was in his relationship with Batman? What do you think you killed him with the feedback? You killed him with the feedback. What do you what do you think the um the breaking point was in the relationship with um Kevin Durant and, and, and the front office there in Oklahoma City? When they wouldn't do nothing with Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant wanted to be his team, and he wanted them to do something with Russell Westbrook. Uh, okay. All right. Yo, what you got? What you got? Headphones or something? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, I I think that, you know, Durant, you know, because, again, what happened? I don't know. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, with Durant, man, um, I just think that, you know, they had to do something, you know, uh, in, in, in to, to um, benefit the squad. I mean, they had Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. Like, damn. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So, so like. Three MVPs. Yep, you're right. Man. Yeah, so I mean, and, and you went to the finals one time. You had Serge Ibaka, you know what I mean? You had, you had a nice little squad right there, you know what I mean? But you couldn't get it done against Miami or whatever. But I don't know, man. I just think that, they, you know, they make, it, they make it more out of it than it really is. It's just lead out of the loan. It's a dead issue. It's been, it's been a couple of years now that Kevin Durant hasn't been in Oklahoma City. Leave it alone, man. Why you, why yeah. you, why are you bringing that back up? You know, right, 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 so, right, right, and right, the fact right. that, he, and the fact that he's not gonna, even going to be playing next year, that you know, that's going to be another year you removed from Oklahoma City. But everybody going to talk about what you said about Oklahoma City. I don't get it. You know what a funny thing is to me? Jeremy Lin got a ring before the Thunder did with all that talent. Jeremy Lin got a ring on the strip of Kawhi Leonard. We know that. I know, but I'm saying he got a ring before as the Thunder organization with all the talent right. they had. He got a ring before Carmelo Anthony, too. Yeah. He got yeah. a ring before James Harden. All of them dudes. He got, he got a ring before all of them. You know what I'm saying? But, well, Westbrook. I mean, you know. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I just think that, you know, the um the, the basketball season which is gonna you know start the you know training camps is gonna open up in a couple of weeks or whatever and as you get closer to the season it's gonna get really really crazy people are gonna be jumping out the window early all kinds of fans are gonna be coming out the woodworks early mm-hmm. and that and that's gonna be the part that's gonna be the killer part because you no know, I mean you know we could talk about it right now. But, you know, until the season gets ready to start. But, man, the Western Conference is going to be crazy. That's right. We need a couple more pieces for the Lakers, though. The Western Conference is going to be so bananas, my dude. Like, you know, and and, and I don't want to forget about Golden State. I don't want to write them off. But I don't want to write off Denver. 
know what I'm saying? I don't want to write off the Clippers. Can we write off the Lakers? You know what I mean? Uh, can we write off the Lakers? Your phone is crazy right now. Your phone sounds crazy right now. Hold on one second. You better watch yeah, out for the Utah Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Utah, too. You know what I'm saying? So the West is going, the West is going to be really bananas, man. And, I mean, I'm not, you know, calling so much about the East because you already know what it is to me. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear nothing from Sixers. I don't want to hear nothing from Sixers fans. Joel B was crying. I don't want to hear nothing. Joel B was crying, son. I don't yeah. want to hear none of that. Yeah, he so, was uh, crying like a big old baby. All I got to say, when you start talking that nonsense about Joel B, why was he crying? There's yeah, no why was he crying? He was crying, yo. Crying like a girl. He was crying. You right. should have been out there worried about stopping Kawhi Leonard and, 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 and not trying to be funny at press conferences. Right, right, right. And that's what Joel Embiid get. That's what he get. You know what I mean? But, again, at the end of the day, man, it's going to be all about Giannis. You know what I mean? Can he, can he step up? Can the Milwaukee Bucks step up now? And Kawhi Leonard is out of the East. You know what I mean? Who's going to take over the East now? Who wants it? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? The East is, is whack. The East is, I mean, who wants it? Who, you got Toronto. You got Atlanta. Wow. I'm going to give a surprise. I'm going to give a face of surprise. Right? Right. What about, what about Boston? They're going to have Kemba Walker with those yeah. with those kids, with Jalen Brown and, and, and Tatum and all that. Is, is, is Kemba Walker going to take them to higher heights than, than, uh, than, than uh, Kyrie Irving? Then what about Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets? What they gonna do? So wait on, uh, they gonna wait yeah. on KD. Yep, that's exactly what they gonna do. Exactly, bong bong. They gonna wait on Kevin Durant. That's exactly what they gonna do. They gonna wait on KD. See, I was like, yo, when when, when Kyrie went and Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn, they were so hyped and charged. They was jumping out the window. We gonna do this. We gonna do that. We gonna do the third. Then it came back right. to reality because Kevin Durant's not going to be playing. So that uh, like, 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 oh, man, you know what I mean? Oh, we're going to be better. You was a good team without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. You was a good team without them. You had D'Angelo Russell, Harris LeBert, you know what I mean? And you had some, and you had some pieces. So now you're going to be expected to do some things. Instead of just you know, on the rise and on the come up, come just because you got Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant sitting, sitting ah, in, 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 in the lawn chair, oh, so now you got to get, so now you got a year to play with. Well, I feel now the same. Gotta, I feel, built an excuse for a year. Yeah, I feel the same <laughs> way. That it's an excuse for a year. Yep, you got a you got a built-in excuse for a year. If Correct. You, if you don't. If, do what you're supposed to do. Now, will you make the playoffs? I think Brooklyn Nets could be one of the top eight teams in the East. Yeah. I think the Brooklyn Nets could be one of the top eight teams in the East. Now, are they going to do that? Then they, can they win, can they win 40, 45 games? Ah. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> no? What, what is it, how many games is it going to take to get the eighth spot in the East? Right. 
know what I mean? So that, that, you know, you got to look at it from that perspective. So I look at it, I say, well, Brooklyn, you got Milwaukee, Toronto, Atlanta, Indiana. Um, who else you got? Man. Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, because they got Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. Detroit. Um, I'm not going to put Charlotte in there. Um, who else can we put in the East? Can't put, can't put Washington, because I, I don't trust them. You know what I mean? I think, but, but I think Rui Hachimura is going to be the truth. Rui That's Hachimura right. is going to be the truth. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. The East is, is kind of bananas right now. Atlanta, Orlando, Orlando Magic, maybe. You know what I'm so, but the West, the West is going to be so bananas. Bananas. You know? Um, so do you think that what do you think of uh, Howard? Now you got AD, now you got LeBron. What do you think the Lakers are going to do? Well, you know what? In the East, we're going to be good. We're going to be good with the East. The West is going to take over that. So we ain't worried about that. The West is where you got to worry. Why your phone sound crazy, man? Man, it's just... I'm, I'm going in and out. Let me hit you back, bro. All right, all right. Yeah, that was Wind Walker, man, in the building, man. He got a he got a the phone situation they got to deal with. But um, this is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. We are in the building, live and direct. Wacko Bob is in the house. Wind Walker came through. We was talking about the NFL. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, mentioned some teams that I didn't really get to mention for Wind Walker call. Um. The Baltimore Ravens, um, you know, Lamar Jackson, one game, look who they played, you know, um, and I'm not taking nothing against them, but um, I do need to see a bigger sample size as far as Lamar Jackson is concerned. Um, Dallas Cowboys, you know, Dak Prescott, four touchdowns against the Giants. Um, that pushed him towards that, you know, that big contract that he wants. Um, and, um, again, the Cowboys are going to do what they do. They, they were impressive. They did what they were supposed to do against a team that they should have beat. Um, Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings defense, the truth. Dalvin Cook. Man, listen. You better pay attention to what's going on in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook. He's back. So, again, um, defenses in the NFC, uh, watch out for the, for the Minnesota Vikings because I think that, you know, uh, they, they can make some things. They can make some things and do some work. Bob, what's good, man? ...here one moment. Uh, I want to get into this one here. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, I'm unmuted now. I'm just, uh, yeah, just to um, really jump in on this one, I agree with you with Minnesota. I think this Vikings team could really be something here. The only thing I'm going to question is, you know, is, is can Kirk Cousins be consistent? Can Kirk you know Cousins what? do it? Do it? Can he play his game and be consistent? You know what, Michael Bob? I think that you know the the you're right. Your point. I think your point. I think that he just has to be consistent in what he does because Dalvin Cook is going to take a lot of pressure off of him. Dalvin Cook is Dalvin Cook is the truth. They got them a running back in Minnesota, so that takes the pressure off of. 
uh, uh, um, what Kirk Cousins has to do. And he's got some special receivers on the outside, Dylan and Stephon Diggs. So I think that he's got the weapons. Like you said, he has to get them the ball. You know what I mean? When it's, you know what I mean? And, and again, uh, we expect that he doesn't have to do much. He doesn't have to do as much as he did without Dalvin Cook. Now he's got a running back back there. So they, they, they might, you know, and their defense, and their defense is good. So uh, the Vikings might be one of those teams to watch. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles. What is, what is, what is, I think the Eagles look good um, in the second half. They started out like garbage. They were down 17 to nothing. You know, but uh, I think Carson Wentz, you know, did what he needed to do. He linked up with Deshaun Jackson, you know, twice. So I think that um, that Eagles team, you know, they, they got it. They got it. You know what I mean? But we'll they're they're going to sharpen it up as the season goes. They're going to sharpen up as the yep. season goes. I, I think they are. You know, I I just I just want to see that Carson Wentz that 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 played 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 his ass off his rookie year before he got it. Rookie year. You know, if that exactly. if that Carson Wentz comes back, this Eagles team is going to be is going is going to be a team to contend with. You know, they, uh, that that's that's, right. that's a fact. That's yeah. right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the New Orleans Saints they need to really tighten up that D if they're going to go if they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, they played they played a, you know a great game last night. That was a great game against the Houston Texans last night on Monday Night Football. Um, but you know, facing the Rams on the road. On a short week, it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean? So they got to, you know, they got to definitely step it up. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they don't need Melvin Gordon. Austin Eckler was dope. He had a great game against the Colts um, and, and did his thing. Their defense also needs to, you know, kind of tighten up the screws a little bit, and they'll be all right. Um, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, they beat a good Carolina team. You know, um, Ty Gurley. Did his thing in the second half of the game, so that was big. Hopefully, the Rams can you know make some things happen and do what they need to do. Um, we talked about Kansas City, uh, Green Bay. That defense looked really, really good against the Chicago Bears. The offense only scored you know uh, ten points, but um, hopefully, it won't stay that way. And the New England Patriots, man, this team just keeps playing at a Super Bowl level. Now they have Antonio Brown. I say, so what? Everybody else says, watch out. This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass. We're going to take a pause for the cause. Hey, yo, Bob, we're going to take a break. And um, when we come back, man, we got the three-minute rant. We got some other stuff going on. WNBA playoffs coming up. We're going to talk about that. This is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideline Pass. We're going to take a break. Bob, let's get it. Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. 
name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rates. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further. Carter, the machine gun. Look out, Daddy! For the best in old-time radio 
adventures, you've come to the right place. This is One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Hey, what's going on? We back in the building, man. This is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. We are in the building one more again Tuesday night, doing it to you like we do. Um, we talked. Shout out to my man Wynn Walker calling in on the check in from Oklahoma City, chopping it up about Kevin Durant and a whole bunch of other stuff. We back in the building, man. Doing what we do. Um, WNBA playoff. Are um, in full swing and all of that good stuff right there. Um, you got to look at this whole WNBA season as a experience, man. Um, the Washington Mystics, you know, they it was they was they started out as a team to beat. Um, they ended up now as the number one seed. Elena Deladon, shout out to her. Fifty um, percent from the field, forty percent from three. I think ninety percent from the line. Um, one of the first women in, in, in WNBA, NBA, in WNBA history to do that. Shout out to her. You know what I mean? Um, and they're going to get a bye as the number one seed in the playoffs, man. And uh, we're going to look at the WNBA real quick, team by team, that are in the playoffs, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, the Washington Mystics, they finished at 26-8. and eight. They're the number one seed in the WNBA playoffs in 2019. They established themselves as pretty much the best team in the league, man. They dominated in the second half. They only lost two games since the middle of July. They finished on a 17-2 and run to lock down the best record in the league and home court throughout the playoffs. They have the MVP, and I'm calling it right now. They have the MVP of the league and Elena Deladon. You know, I always rock with Elena Deladon, man. So don't get it twisted. I'm not new to Elena Deladon and what she's been doing. Um, shout out to her. They're definitely the team to beat. They have a historic offense. They have a lot of depth, and they have experience. So they're definitely the team to beat. All right. um, the number two seed, the Connecticut Sun. All right. Um, you know, it's like the, the Sun are like the Yankees. You don't have to watch your team in a single elimination game this year. All right. So Sun fans should rejoice about that. Um Connecticut's going to the semis. They knocked out the number two seed, which is going to give them a, a, a huge boost of confidence in their uh, quest to their first WNBA title. They've been one of the most consistent teams all season long. 23-11 and 11 was their record. And um, they're one of the two teams in the league that beat the Mystics more than one time. So they still have a lot to prove, and they got to prove that they can win and get it done in the playoff situation. Um, number three, we got the Los Angeles Sparks. They finished the season at 22-12. and 12. Um, you know, they started the season kind of, kind of, you know, and discombobulated. You know, they had injuries to deal with. They had overseas absences and they had some suspensions to work with. Um, you know, as far as trying to fit in a new coach and new players. But right now they seem that they, you know, they figured it out and they're healthy. All right. They started out at six and six. So you do the math and figure out how they finish the season. You know what I mean? 16 and six for those who are slow. Um, they have the second best net rating in the league. And they have a lot of talent, and they have much championship experience as any team in the league. 
So the Los Angeles Sparks are in the building. That's number three seed. Um, the number four seed is the team that we picked to win it all before the season started, the Las Vegas Aces. Um, they finished 21-13. and 13. They stumbled toward the finish line during the regular season. They lost four of their last six games, which doesn't really, you know, inspire confidence um, in, in that playoff run. They have a, a, a very strong defense and one of the best players in the league and my favorite player in the WNBA list, Cambridge. But also they have to rely on a lot of young players that don't have that playoff experience. All right? They seem like they struggle at times. But, um, you know, they can, this, um, this team is looking good. No, they also faltered down the stretch. Their offense is crazy. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if they can play at that breakneck pace in the postseason. If their offense is clicking, they have the talent to make a run. But I think it's hard to see them winning it all when their defense is really struggling as much as it does. So they finished at 20, 20 and 14 as the number five seed. The number six seed, the Seattle Storm. All right. Um, they made the playoffs. Um, even though that Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird have been sidelined for the entire season, that was a, a big accomplishment. They finished at 18 and 16. They battled all season long. They were really stingy on the defensive end. Um, and the playoffs, that defense is going to make them a hard out for whoever they play. You know, they just don't really have that top talent or no, a really uh, enough consistent scoring to go on any uh, long sustained run. All right. Number seven seed, Minnesota. Um, a lot of changes in the offseason for them, so they really didn't have that many um, expectations for them. Um, that included Maya Morrison now. Lindsey Whalen retired, if you remember. But um, I think that Cheryl Reed put in one of her finest coaching efforts. You know, she rebuilt that roster with some you know, slick moves and got it Minnesota to another winning season. They finished at 18-16. to 16. They have an elite defense, but it's going to be hard for them also to go on a deep run with their uh, offense being as inconsistent as it is, all right? Um, the number eight seed, the Phoenix Mercury. They finished at 15 and 19, all right? Diana Taurasi is out, you know. Um, the Mercury were one of the most disappointing teams this season, any season. You know, any team that, you know, has a team like the Phoenix Mercury should be really always in the top, you know, three or four in the WNBA. This team was expected to be a title contender. They just snuck into the playoffs as the final seed and now have to go through two single elimination rounds. I mean, are they a serious threat? Nah, probably not, because they don't want it. They don't want it. So if they don't want it, man, it, it is what it is. But I think if any team could you know, um, turn it on, um, it's the Phoenix Mercury. All right? That's the WNBA report right there. Um, WNBA playoffs, you know, beginning tomorrow. All right, we got Minnesota against Seattle, and we got Phoenix against Chicago. All right, so that's the WNBA playoffs, man. All right, this is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're going to get into some baseball right now as we make the final stretch run to the playoffs and all that. Um, you know, I, I get kind of um, worrisome now at this point in the season now. This is the point of the season where, you know, all that, you know, happened in, during the regular season, it has to be, you know, um, shown and proven. You know, and what I mean by that is that, you know, the Yankees are going to win over 100 games. The Yankees are going to win the American League East. But what does that mean? It's World Series of bust for the Yankees. 
So now they have to worry about, you know, playing against a team like Minnesota, a team like the Houston Astros, you know, um, and at least we get five games to worry about that. You know, I think, you know, the season that the Yankees have had, you know, is a great season. Aaron Boone got a lot out of people that weren't expected to really contribute like they have, but I'll take it. And now we have that, you know, um, that to rely on once the um, the playoffs start, even without John Carlos Stanton. You know, and, and I don't even want to discuss him. He hasn't been around. You know, yeah, we know he's been hurt. We know that. But it seems like he stays hurt. So Aaron Judge was hurt last two seasons, last three seasons, and came back and, and contributed. Um, I think Aaron Judge, and you know, has to continue to have a hot bat. I think he'd come back just in time. He has to continue to have a hot bat. Um, the Yankees, you know, like Wind Walker said earlier, um, we have to have some pitching. Um, James Paxton has looked good his last, you know, couple of starts. Jay Happ has looked good his last couple of starts. So we are going to definitely need that. That's what we're going to definitely need to um, improve and, and, and move into, you know, the American League Championship Series or, you know, get to the World Series and win. Um, as far as the National League is concerned, man, you know, um, to me, I feel like the, the, the Cardinals and the Cubs could make the, the Central interesting over the last, you know, couple of weeks of the season. Um, I picked the Cardinals to be a wild card team. I didn't pick them to win the division. I picked the Milwaukee Brewers. But, um, again, man, I think um, – the Cubs have a game-and-a-half lead over the Diamondbacks with the Phillies and the Brewers being two games behind. I think that, you know, um, whatever the wild card ends up being, it's going to be very exciting. I just think the Cardinals are going to you know, win the National League. I picked them before the season started. They have a four-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central, and that's going to be tough to, to, to get past in, in, in just three weeks' time. But, you know, um, seven of the last ten games, happened to be the Cardinals against the Cubs. So, again, it's going to be up to the Cubs. If they want to, you know, make some things happen, you know, they're going to have the chance right in their lap, you know. Um, then there's the Milwaukee Brewers. They're six and a half games back. They do have three games coming up in St. Louis. If they can somehow, you know, get that, that lead to three and a half, you know, I think that that will really, you know, benefit them with those Cubs and Cardinals head-to-head games, you know, um, because the rest of the, the Milwaukee Brewers schedule doesn't have any teams with a 500 or better record, okay? The Brewers play, um, besides those games with the St. Louis Cardinals, the Brewers play the, the Miami Marlins, the San Diego Padres, Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati Reds, and Colorado Rockies the rest of the way. You beat up on those teams, okay, and you hope for the Cubs and the Cardinals to do something like you know, the Cubs winning four out of seven. And then, you know, the Brewers can make some things happen for the second straight year. But, you know, stranger things have happened. But we have to worry about um, my Yankees, man. Uh, I just think that they're, they're, they're going to, you know, do what they need to do. Where are the odds that they set a home run record without John Carlos Stanton? All right. Um, Encarnacion has 11 home runs with the Yankees. They have 13 players that have double digits home runs. 
John Carlos Stanton is not on that list. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I think that, um, you know, you got to gotta do some thinking about life without John Carlos Stanton. We already know what it is. We know what life is like without John Carlos Stanton. So I'm, I'm not really beat about him not being there. Period. We good with what we got. So I just think maybe it's turned into an experiment that didn't work out, you know. But if he's going to show up, he's got to show up and contribute now. I don't need him to go, you know, his first 25 at bat strike it out 20 times. I don't need that. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like um, Dodgers, you know, um, in their situation is, is, is kind of similar to the Yankees. The reality of it is that this season, if they don't win the World Series, this season is a failure. You know? Um, but, I mean, you know, before this current streak with the Dodgers, you know, with all those World Series and all that, you know, history behind them, they never made the postseason more than twice in a row. This year, making seven times in a row that they made it to the postseason. So, again, shout out to them. You know, um, ah. I don't know, man. I just think that, you know, this, this this is crazy as far as the Dodgers are concerned and still can't get over that last hump. That's crazy. Um, the Atlanta Braves, they're within striking distance of the best record in the National League. Not mad at them. They just got to, you know, get hot and stay hot and get hot going into October. I like the Atlanta Braves. Um, Minnesota. That's a team that I really don't want to see in the playoffs. You know, um, they put themselves in a position that even if they get swept by Cleveland in the upcoming series, that's not going to mean anything because they play Kansas City, Chicago White Sox, and Detroit Tigers the rest of the way. So even if they get swept by Cleveland, they got some, they, they got some games. The Twins are going to win 100 games this year. All right? Um, Tampa Bay. I mean... Tyler Glasnow's back pitching. He's got good stuff. He could make for a nice, you know, uh, co- uh, companion to Charlie Morton in the wild card game if they get there. Tampa Bay has had a very decent season this year, um, even though with all the stuff that they, you know, went through and, and, and had to go through and all of that. But I just think that, um, you know, they deserve, you know, a better fate than playing in the American League East having to deal with my New York Yankees. Um, St. Louis Cardinals, Jack Flaherty is pitching himself in the Cy Young contention. I don't think he'd win it right now, but he still has time. And that St. Louis Cardinals team, man, I like them. They're sneaky good. All right, watch out for them. Um, the Oakland A's, they have the longest winning streak in baseball this season at 11. All right? And um, I think that Oakland is one of those teams that you need to watch out for. I think that this season, you know, it's not like last season's success with them. You know what I mean? They took maybe took a little step back this year. Their pitching is not what it was. You know what I mean? They still have young horses. I like the Oakland A's. But um, they'll get it together, man. They just have a team in Houston that's, that's going to be in their way for years to come. Um, the Washington Nationals. The Nationals had a chance to win the National League East. Um, you know, they trailed Atlanta by six and a half games. 
and they had seven of ten games coming in head-to-head against Atlanta. The Braves took three, three out of four of those games and just basically kind of put the title away and, and kind of like let the Washington Nationals know what it is. And, um, again, the Nationals had, had, had a great season. And uh, if they get into the wild card situation, they're going to be a dangerous out. Um, the Boston Red Sox. Woo! Dave Dombrowski is gone. They got a big decision to make in the offseason. Now that, you know, uh, Dombrowski's out of it. Do they trade Mookie Betts? They don't have anything in the farm system. He's only under control for one more year. So what do they do? Do they trade Mookie Betts right now and get something back for him? Get a few pieces back for him, back from Mookie Betts? Because again, you have Jackie Bradley Jr. You have Ben Attendi. You got Xander Bogarts. You got um, what's the kid's name? Um, the third baseman. Uh, what? His name is escaping me right now, but it'll come back to me. Um, you got those guys in the Red Sox, man. You know, so again, you know, you go, you get something back from Mookie Betts. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, it, it, and and I think with Dave Dombrowski gone, I think that makes you know uh, trading Mookie Betts. You know, um, the, the the chances and the odds of that have went up. You know, and um, whatever the Red Sox do, man. They deserve whatever they get, you know. They deserve whatever they get, and um, I feel like um, a team like the Chicago Cubs, you know, they they kind of fell off. They were talking about um, getting rid of um, Joe Madden earlier in the season, but um, you know, Javi Baez being out for the year, and um, you know, Chris Bryant dealing with a knee injury. You know, I never thought that the Cubs were going to win the division, but I thought that they were going to be um, a playoff team. And um, now I don't know. I don't know about that now. You know, I don't know about them being a playoff team right now because a lot of you know a lot of their heart is gone. You know, uh, Nick Castellanos is doing his thing. You know, he came and 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 really did some some things with the bat, some nice things. He really hit. He hit. You know what I mean, and and I think that um, that was a good sign for the Chicago Cubs. But um, injuries, injuries got them. You know what I mean, and, and, and they're dealing with they're dealing with injuries, man, and it's not a good look for them right now, man. And hopefully that um, next season they can get it together. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, they were trying to contend last year, and they finished for eighty two wins, um, going through a rebuild. Looks like they're going to win more games than 82. You know, so you give them some credit. You know, the Arizona Diamondbacks doing their thing. You know, even if they get a chance to um, get into the postseason, get into the playoffs, that'll be a great thing for them because they were a team that were that was on a, on a, on a rebuild mission. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies. I said it before the season started. I didn't expect to see them in the playoffs. And um, it doesn't look like we're going to see the Philadelphia Phillies in the playoffs. If we do, oh well. You know, they lost the series to Cincinnati. I think that was a that was a death blow for them. And um the rest of the schedule for the Phillies is brutal. They got Atlanta Braves, they got Boston Red Sox, they got the Nationals, and they got Cleveland. So the rest of the schedule for the Phillies is brutal. Um Raphael Devers 
is the Red Sox third baseman. That's the name. It escaped me for the moment, but now I'm back on point. Um, New York Mets. I don't know, man. Remember that the, the, they were talking about the Mets and 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 in regards to you know the, the wild card and and doing some things, man. And I I just you know had hope for the Mets. You know they were playing you know strong, but um you know right now looking at them and and their situation right now with the New York Mets, it's just kind of crazy. Three games over five hundred, sixteen games out. Then you know I don't think that the wild card is going to be in their future. You know what I mean? Um, even though they had a nice little, a nice little run. They had a decent little run. I give it to the Mets. They, you know, they tried. You know, Robinson Cano and all that. Um, they're going to have the rookie of the year at least. Peter Alonso is going to be the rookie of the year, no question. Um, but now we're going to see about the heart in the Mets. They're four games out of the wild card, and um, they're going to need some help. They're going to have to. De- they're going to definitely need some help. But um, again, you know, um, they, they got to do their job. As simple as that. They have to do their job. All right? Um, this is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We are in the building doing what we do on a Tuesday night. Let's get into the three-minute rant. Um, right now, the three-minute rant, I want to talk about Antonio Brown and his shenanigans. Okay? Um, Antonio Brown... You know the story about him and, and, and the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, so we know that. Um, I just think that he kind of used the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, as a foil to what he really wanted to do, and that was to you know be in a situation where it was a no doubt, a no doubter in regards to you know postseason, Super Bowl, and all of that. You know. Um, Antonio Brown is about Antonio Brown, and as simple as that, you know, I think that, you know, the Raiders, you know, are set a third and a fifth round pick to the Steelers um, only days after he made those comments about, you know, not really sure about when he wanted to, you know, to play football or not, you know. Um, he had three years and $39 million remaining on the contract that he signed an extension that he signed with the Steelers back in 2017. All right? Um, he wanted more. So um, the Raiders knew that training for him and uh, restructuring his contract was going to add more money to it. All right? Um, you know, and he, he got that. He got that. Then all of a sudden, you know, the old helmet situation. Then he clashed with the coaches. Then he gets into a situation with, with, with Mike Mayock. Then he gets into a situation where he says that he, you know, he's sorry, he apologized. Then, you know, the suspension thing. Then the Raiders said they want to keep the $30 million in guaranteed money. Then he said he doesn't want to play for the Raiders, ask the Raiders to cut him. Then the Raiders cut him. Then the same day, after just after five o'clock, a couple of hours after he was released by the Raiders, he signed uh, a deal with the New England Patriots. Um, I don't think that transactions work that fast in the NFL, especially those type of transactions. So you have to look at it, um, you know, um, behind the scenes for what it's worth. If you do the math, so a lot of things look, you know, suspect. We gotta, you know, ask some questions about that. 
you know. But again, um, it's going to be about Antonio Brown, you know, how he gets along and how he meshes in New England. And I, I personally don't think he's going to be there for the entire season. That's just me. And we'll leave it at that. That's the three-minute man. After further review, man, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We are in the building Tuesday night, locking it down on Spreaker. You know what I mean? Um, you can get at me, man, on Twitter. I'm at RMDeath on Twitter. Um, I'm on Facebook. After further review is the name of the group. Um, you know, I do my thing, man. I rock out here on Tuesday nights with my man, Wacko Bob. You know, Action VR Network. Um, Spreaker.com is the situation right now. All right. You can get at me um, Thursdays. I'm on Fist Metal Radio. All right. That's the best. syndicated out of Miami, Florida. Shout out to Fist Metal. Uh, Saturdays, I got the Sports Fitter Show with DJ Scratch. Shout out to DJ Scratch. He's on tour right now with DJ Jazzy Jeff, the Vinyl Destination Tour. Shout out to them. Uh, catch them when they're in the city near you. All right. And I write for um, Validated Magazine, man. That's a magazine owned by Eric Sermon of EPMD. And I write for thescorepro.com. All right. So check me out, man. I'm all over the place, man. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm getting in over there, so holler at me, uh, follow me, alright, um, I do my thing, I definitely um, interact with people, you rock with me, I rock with you, that's how we give it up, and um, that's basically it, man, you know what I mean, we done put in another one, shout out to my man, Wayne Walker, shout out to everybody who's checking out the show, and uh, we're gonna make it do what it do, man, alright, um, tomorrow's a big day, you already know what it is, uh, September 11th, It'll be 18 years, so um, shout out to everybody, man. You know, it's going to be a tough day tomorrow, man. People going to be going through it. So um, support them the best way you know how because um, it affected a lot of people. And um, still, you know, the, the, the effects still reverberate to today. You know what I mean? So, again, um, tomorrow, man, just, you know, take it all in stride. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all that's going to be talked about. You know what I mean? So if you was there, you remember, I just, you know, say, uh, set one up for the people that, you know, um, didn't make it. You know what I mean? And the people that, you know, are, are still living, you know what I mean? That, 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 uh, dealt with that situation down there, you know, at, at Ground Zero, the World Trade Center. Um, so yeah, man, that's how we're going, that's how we're going to give it up tonight, man. This is after further review. 2.0, AKA the sideline pass. I hope you enjoyed the show, man. I enjoyed rocking with you, man. I enjoyed talking my talking my stuff, man. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't run past these NFL scores for you. Let me do. Let me let me get up my game real quick. Probably got a few minutes left. I I'm gonna run past these baseball scores real quick, and then we're gonna do the NFL scores. All right? I got a few more minutes, so we're gonna ride out. Ride with me. Rock with me. I'm the mayor. God bless America. All right, we're in the building. All right, wild game going on at Comerica Park. The Yankees and the Tigers tied at 11, the bottom of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth in Citizens Bank Park. The Phillies lead the Braves 6-5. to five. All right, final score, Dodgers 7, Orioles 3. Bottom of the seventh in Toronto. The Blue Jays lead the Red Sox 4-3. to three. Bottom of the eighth at City Field. The Mets lead the Diamondbacks 3-2. to two. All right, bottom of the eighth in Miami, the Marlins and the Brewers tied at three. Bottom of the eighth in Minnesota, the Twins lead the Nationals four nothing. Bottom of the sixth in Texas, Rangers over and over the Rays three to one. 
Uh, top of the sixth in Chicago, the White Sox lead the Royals 5-3. Top of the fifth in Houston. The A's are all over the Astros, 17-2. All right? Top of the fifth in Colorado, the Rockies lead the Cardinals 2-1. Bottom of the first in San Francisco, Pirates, Giants will score. Um, Indians and the Angels are going to start in a few minutes. The Cubs and the Padres start out in San Diego in a few minutes. All right? So that's their baseball score as you're caught up. Now let's get these NFL scores out for the people because that's how we give it up for the people. This is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the foul out pass. Watch me work. Check this out here. All right? NFL scores in the building. Um, We're going to start out like this. All right? The Packers and the Bears play Thursday night. Green Bay over Chicago, 10-3. All right? That was Thursday night. Sunday night, you had the Patriots over the Steelers, 33-3. to Wow. All right? Sunday's games, you had the Cardinals and the Lions finishing in the tie. Wow. 20, at 27. Cowboys over the Giants, 35-17. Niners over the Bucks, 31-17. Chargers over the Colts, 30-24. Seahawks over the Bengals, 21-20. Ravens over the Dolphins, 59-10. Chiefs over the Jaguars, 40-26. Titans over the Browns, 43-13. Eagles over the Redskins, 32-27. Vikings over the Falcons, 28-12. Rams over the Panthers, 30-27. Bills over the Jets, 17-16. And last night... The New Orleans Saints, in an incredible game, beat the Houston Texans 30-28. to And the Oakland Raiders defeated the Denver Broncos 24-16. to All right, this is after further review, man. 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. We're about to get up out of here. All right, another Tuesday night down. Shout out to Wacko Bob. Shout out to uh, Chuck Skull, Sonny Cruz in the building. Everybody else that rocks out with us, man. We are on Spreaker.com. You can check out the show, man. Live and direct, all right? We got flavors for you. Get at me on Twitter and all that good stuff, man. I'm out of here. I'll talk to you all next week. Peace.